WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning. Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Weed beer. Marijuana-infused beer is near. It's going to get weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, Max Cherney, technology reporter, Market Watch, live from San Francisco. What about it? How close are we to seeing that? Of course, we've had hemp beer for some time. Thanks for having me on the program, Alan. Um, so there is weed beer now already. Uh, a company called Two Roots Brewing in San Diego, California, has made uh, a brew that's THC-infused. The, the key is, though, they've removed the alcohol, and that's something that's really important to keep in mind, is that in most parts of the U.S., and, and I think in Canada as well, uh, it's illegal to brew THC-infused alcoholic beer. So you end up with what they would call the uh, low-alcohol, virtually no-alcohol beer, uh, but the weed makes up for it that's exactly right yeah and the other thing that they've i mean there's a few things that they've done but uh one of the one of the key things that they figured out uh this two roots company and others are are working on it as well is uh they've been able to uh lower the onset time which is really important because typically uh cannabis edibles or marijuana edibles take uh, you know 20 40 50 an hour you know to, to to set on um but they've been able to use that technology uh, to make the onset time between five and, and seven minutes, I think they say, or five and ten minutes, something around there. So something very similar to alcohol. Um, and they've also, you know, they're non-alcoholic beer. I mean, they talk about how, how great it tastes. And they, and they brew alcoholic beer, and then they just remove the alcohol through a very complicated uh, process. They import the technology, they import the technology from Europe, the, the CEO has told me. What does it taste like then? Well, I've only had the alcoholic version, and I had one of their IPAs. It's a West Coast-style IPA, if my memory serves, but an IPA for sure. Uh, and it tasted exactly what I would expect from an IPA. Uh, pretty good. Uh, but again, it's I had the alcoholic version. I, I didn't have the non-alcoholic THC-infused version. But one thing to keep in mind uh, also is that when you break, when you when you reduce the size of THC mole- molecules enough, you don't get that skunky sort of hemp flavor that people sort of associate with with cannabis and marijuana. Uh, you, you THC is essentially tasteless. It, it doesn't have terpenes in it. Well, it's interesting you say that because I've tried two or three hemp beers, uh, one from Australia, one from, uh, I think it was Montana, and honestly, I, it didn't taste very much different from whatever uh, the beer style happened to be, IPA or whatever. Well, I mean, and that's one of the reasons I think Two Roots is brewing uh, a couple other, or a few other, I'm sorry, kinds of beers. They've got a stout, they've got a lager, I think they've got a, uh, some kind of light ale, um, they've got a whole bunch as the regulations change, would there be the possibility of an alcoholic uh, weed beer? Uh, that's a really good question for, for, say, regulators. I don't know. Um, I think uh, as one of the, the, the people I talked to for my story uh, about this was pointed out, you know, his, his goal in making, he, he produced, it's a company called Coalition Brewing in Oregon, and his company produces a, a CBD beer. And the, the point of adding CBD wasn't for him to, you know, the health, the, the, the supposed health benefits and so on. It was to create a, a flavor profile, and it wasn't to create a, some sort of chimera of, of intoxicants, as he put it. So I, I don't know. I don't know if there'd be an appetite for it, to be honest with you. Um, I think people that are interested in doing those things can find a lot of ways to do them together um, that aren't necessarily infused in the same beverage. Because of state-by-state regulations, uh, this still would seem to be problematic for any brewer beyond a local market. 
Well, I mean, that's one of the things I think was really interesting about Two, two Roots. And, I mean, really, uh, you know, any cannabis company that, that makes edible products, whether they're drinkable or, you know, in, you ingest them, you know, by, you know, chewing or whatever, uh, is that if, if a company can figure out how to make one part of the product in one place and then actually infuse it in the state where they, they intend to sell it, you can create a national brand that way. And it's one of the few uh, sort of loopholes in, in federal laws. I mean, I want to I be very clear about this, though. Marijuana is illegal in the United States. It's a Schedule One drug. It's the same, you know, as, as acid and heroin, right? So there's, I don't want to mislead, you, you know, your listeners. It, it is illegal federally, but the feds have sort of said over the years that essentially they're they're not going to be so concerned with certain kinds of 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 cannabis activity, specifically activity in states where it's it's recreationally legal or it's. Although Attorney General Jeff Sessions would have something else to say about that, but of course he could be on his way out, and who knows who his replacement would be. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, Sessions' approach to to a lot of things is very state focused. So I wouldn't I wouldn't point to cannabis as the only thing he wants to give states um, the ability to decide how to prosecute. He he uh, uh, writ large has has given states more autonomy. So uh, yeah. I, I don't know. And he hasn't given, as far as I know, uh, he hasn't given further guidance on the cannabis issue. All right, Max Cherney, Market Watch. Very interesting weed beer. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.